Chapter 1 Emma, I'm so sorry. Emma Shetler lifted her gaze to meet Mariah Miller's eyes. Mariah had been a good friend to her over the past year, and Emma had never noticed until now how blue her eyes were. Blue like the summer sky, and at this moment, full of compassion. Emma tried to swallow down the thorn of grief that blocked her throat. I appreciate you and your family coming by this afternoon. Your mommy was a very special fra. Mariah laid a hand on Emma's shoulder. The warmth of the gentle touch seeped through the thin fabric of Emma's black dress, the color of mourning, of death. Despite Mariah's comfort, that's what Emma felt inside, dead. She glanced around the living room. As expected, most members of the church district were here to pay their respects and show their support. Dark dresses and white caps for the women, black pants and hats for the men, all of them in mourning clothes. They milled around the living room. Conversation and movement blurred into a meaningless cacophony of sound and motion. Emma tapped her toe against the polished wood floor of the old farmhouse, her nerves strung tight as a barbed wire fence. She should have been in the kitchen, preparing and serving the traditional meal, but her sister, Clara, had taken over the cooking and banished her to the living room. This was supposed to make her feel better? Stuck here, doing nothing? She spied her grandmother, Leona, across the room. Clara must have chased her out of the kitchen, too. Several women between the ages of fifty and seventy created a circle of support around gross mommy. Emma smiled to herself as she noticed the women's ample hips drooping over the seats of creaking wooden folding chairs. They spoke in low tones, nodding and shaking their heads. The thin ribbons of their white prayer caps swayed against the stiff white aprons covering their dresses. Emma had no doubt they were offering comforting passages of scripture and words of encouragement to their old friend. During the seventy-five years God had granted her, Leona Shetler had loved her family deeply. But that love came with a cost. Three years ago, her son, Emma's father, James, had passed away. Now she had to deal with the death of a daughter-in-law she loved as her own. Emma felt the grief stab at her. First her father, then her mother. It didn't seem fair. She wished she could muster even a small measure of the grace and peace her grandmother demonstrated, but instead she simply felt bereft, abandoned, and confused. Emma? She turned her attention back to Moriah. Sorry, did you say something? I asked if you needed anything else. Oh, yeah, I did hear you say that. The words clanged around in her head, empty noise. Nay, I'm fine. All right. Moriah lifted an eyebrow. Her concern echoed that of her sisters, Elizabeth and Ruth, along with everyone else who had passed by Emma's chair. The same question over and over. How are you holding up? How did they think she was holding up? She had nursed her mother through a painful, deadly cancer. She buried her today. Emma fought to contain her emotions. Anger, resentment, guilt... The community's heartfelt concern didn't deserve such rudeness, but nothing anyone said could penetrate the emotional wall that was growing around her, inch by excruciating inch. 
Throughout the rest of the afternoon, people paused to talk, relived special moments they'd shared with Emma's mother and father, assured Emma of God's will, his plan, phrase after empty phrase about God's comfort and mercy. She nodded and smiled and tried to look peaceful while her foot went on tapping incessantly against the floor she'd scrubbed on her hands and knees. Why wouldn't they just leave her alone? That's what she wanted. No, that wasn't the truth. There was one person she longed to have by her side. Only one. His words, spoken in a soft, deep voice that never failed to affect her, had the best chance of soothing her broken heart. But he wouldn't come. He had walked out of her life two years ago, and she had no hope he would walk back into it now. Emma stood and stretched and walked around, but kept herself apart from the rest of the visitors. Mariah and Gabriel Miller were the first to leave, followed by a steady stream of other guests. Clara stood by the front door and thanked each person for coming, the perfect hostess. When the last guest disappeared, Clara turned to Emma. Where's gross, Mommy? Emma looked at her grandmother's empty chair and shrugged. She probably went upstairs to her room. I'm sure she's exhausted. It's been a long day. For all of us. Peter King, Clara's husband, came inside wearing his hat and a navy blue jacket. A burst of cool October air wafted in behind him. The screen door shut, and he looked at Clara. Buggy's ready. We should get back to the kinner. Clara's lips pressed into a quick frown. There are a few more things I need to do in the kitchen. I can finish up here, Clara, Emma said. I haven't done anything all day. It won't take me long, just five, maybe ten minutes.